Good morning. My name is Seth Dewey with the All Aspects Development Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again uh, and catching up with us. We're still in the middle of our um, series about the 10 barriers to self uh, improvement, self growth, personal development, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing. So, so far, um, we've talked about fear, denial, pride, defensiveness. And last time we had a special guest, uh, Derek Doherty. Uh, talking about not taking responsibility. And that was such a good episode for us to put it into perspective about how taking responsibility is a way we can take the power back. And um, confronting things head on is just the way to be, you know? And so um, we're going to get into, a, we're going to follow that same train of thought in today's episode. And just to remind everybody what the whole point of this podcast is, it's not motivation. It's not uh, pushing and pushing and pushing, but it is hopefully um, helping us to take certain things and and utilize them and empower ourselves to make decisions based off of other experiences. You know, and that's been the same since the very get go, um, talking about uh people in recovery and their experience and how it's uh, uh changed their life and how they've overcome things and uh that perspective is super super important um people who've been through adversity so today we're going to talk about another barrier to self growth or self improvement this development and it's lack of self discipline so dr stan hyman um, on this one, he said, if you have lofty ideas about the things you would like to achieve and the person you would like to become, but you lack the self-discipline to accomplish those things, there's a chance that you're going to be disappointed in yourself. And there's not going to be a reaching the top of, of whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve if you're not willing to make the climb. But unfortunately, um, that usually sets, uh, requires us to set in motion some kind of a plan. And a plan usually requires a little bit of self-discipline. And so we're going to get into that. Um, and I'm going to relate a lot of my own personal experience um, to this. So, for instance, with me growing up, um, discipline was everything. And I appreciated that. Um, it was almost to the other extreme. I mean, my father was um, strict military Vietnam veteran, and I always had a lot of respect for uh, some of uh, some of the discipline that he instilled into me. I appreciated that. Of course, I went through my uh, my uh, teenage years and the times in my life where I really rebelled against that. And I found that when I did that, um, I ended up a lot of times hurting myself because in rebelling against that, I uh, didn't look at the benefits of it as well. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's something that we run the risk of uh, when we cast aside that. And a lot of times I think that really is important for us to look at because what happens is we get this uh, other, we get a negative connotation of discipline. We think it is someone telling us where we're doing something wrong or uh we think of a child getting punished so we associate discipline with punishment right 
And that is not necessarily the case, especially when we're talking about it uh, from the point that we are um, right now. You know, we're talking about self-discipline being able to um, help us in our goals or more importantly, um, our growth. So, so what does self-discipline look like? The kind that we're wanting to talk about. Yes, you have certain motivational speakers that get up there and talk about, um, uh, well, actually, you probably compare it to the stuff that I listen to in the mornings when I go work out, right? I listen to like Jocko Willink and, uh, and, and some of those guys that are like, uh, 4 a.m. self-discipline, you're going to get up and you're going to do things and I'm going to, you know, get this done by 5 a.m. and this done by 6 a.m. And, and it's super intense. And you know what? That kind of self-discipline is important uh, for, for what? For their particular goals, for their particular objectives, right? So my objectives uh, don't require me to show that kind of self-discipline. But what I do take from their information is the routine. And we'll get back to that in a little bit. So, so for instance, self-discipline um, can also be tied to um, very closely, very, very closely. It can be tied to self-love. How so? Um, and it took me a long time to realize this. I always viewed self-discipline as being something bad, negative, punishment, right? And that hurt me. That hurt me when I rebelled against that and everything. So um, the, the next thing you know, um, I was engaging in other behaviors that were abs required absolutely no discipline whatsoever and uh, actually no love for myself either. That's when I got very bad into my, uh, my substance use and my addiction, man. It was out of control. Uh, hurting myself and hurting others, um, and it it was it was very bad, right? Um, and I was out of control because I had I had no discipline and I had no self love. See, today though, today though, I know that um, I I choose not to pick up substances today, right? Because why? I for one, I love myself, and two, I have goals and a growth mindset now that will not allow me to do that. One, because I love myself. Two, because I want to accomplish things. And three, because I don't want to throw away the things that I've already accomplished. Right? And there's a lot of you out there that can relate to me in several different ways. How so? Well, let's think about it. Let's say you've never, ever, ever picked up an illegal substance, okay? But let's say this. You have an amazing family at home and you love them, right? And you are working very hard to provide for your family. And... Um, and, but you go to the gym every day, and, and there's, this, there's this lady there, 
man that always is looking at you and you you caught her eye a couple times and then there's just been this little little smile what do you do well see if you love yourself and associate with that self-discipline you know you are not going to do anything to damage your family right and you're going to continue to to foster that uh, good relationship with your uh, significant other and your your family right so you would love yourself enough to show discipline you would nip that in the bud right that's that that's the thing that you would have to do to further that goal so let's let's take it another way so let's say you're a high school athlete and you know that you are you are making headway and you are doing amazing things in, in, in your career, your high school athletic career, right? And uh, you've been training and you've been setting records and the coach is happy. They're doing good in school. And you also have the opportunity to, uh, to go out drinking with, with uh, some, other, some other classmates and things, some other kids. What do you do? Well, that depends on you. Do you love yourself? Do you love your goals? Do you love your growth mindset? Are you going to allow yourself to get distracted and uh, and sacrifice those things potentially? See, so that's where that self-discipline is tied into self-love. You know what I mean? You love yourself enough to not do those things that could damage your your goals. All right, so what we're going to do real quick is take a little bit of a break, and we'll be right back. So thank you so much, and like I said, we'll be right back. All right, thanks for coming back. So um, so we talked a little bit about how uh, self-discipline is closely related to uh, self-love, and that's super important, super true. It's good for us to remember that. But the thing is, in order for us to realize that, we have to have something. We have to notice something about ourselves, right? We have to feel that we are worth it. You actually have to love yourself. That's wild, huh? That's a pretty important point right there. You have to have a little bit of that uh, feeling of worth, man. So it's super important that we uh, that we realize that, recognize that, and take the time to uh, uh, learn to appreciate ourselves, learn to love the process and the journey that we're on. And it can take some time, man. It can take some time. And the crazy thing about it is we all go through changes. We're all always going through changes, you know. Um, things might change in our lives that, uh, that change our motivation, that change our uh, direction, um, and that might affect our, our discipline. So... Um, so something that I alluded to earlier in our conversation was, was how the discipline factor is, is important, um, to reaching, um, our, our goals or our plans or our, our achievements. So for instance, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's go down to something simple. Like for me, um, so <sighs> The reason I'm so big on this stuff is because 
I have such a hard time with with all of these things. Um, discipline is something I have to work very, very hard at. Um, and that's why I know it's uh, so important because I've seen the dramatic changes that happen when I start small. So for instance, if I want something, I'm going to have to, to plan, right? Let's say I want a car. I'm going to have to start saving for it, right? I'm going to have to do my research on it. I'm going to have to, you know, uh, look into the different models, right? All these different things. Now, doing so isn't necessarily so much of a chore, but it's necessary, right? So you're going to do those things and you're the saving now. That's a little bit of a chore. But also, it's going to require a little bit of discipline. But the thing is, is that's worth it in the end when you start seeing getting closer and closer to that goal of having that down payment or, or being able to purchase that thing outright, whatever it may be. Um, so, so one of the big things too is, and I keep starting on it and then I get off is the routine. So, um, for instance, we talk about the, the other motivational speakers and these self-help gurus that are like, if you read two hours a day, you're going to have a whole college education within a year. And it's like, and that's true. That's true. And I applaud anyone who can do that. And trust me, I strive to um, improve in that all the time. But I also know that that's not how every single person is. But check this out. I also know my mindset and my tendencies, the imperfect human that I am, is um, I think, oh, well, dang, I can't do that two hours of reading a day. and I'm just not going to do it at all. When in actuality, wouldn't it be much better if I could at least, uh, you know, read a half an hour a day? I mean, something's better than nothing, right? It gets me started. Okay. So I think that the, the thing to remember, too, is like there's, um, there's other reasons why self-discipline um, are hard to, can be hard to obtain or hard to maintain. Let's put it that way. Um, and we're going to discuss uh, a few of those things, right? Um, probably like we'll go through at least three of them. Um, one of those things that can, can get us, uh, fighting that and, and make us have a hard time with, uh, achieving self-discipline is a lack of a clear goal. So, Like we talked about, it's it was like like the the car, for instance. That was a clear goal, right? You had a certain amount that you need to save for, and things like that. So when the things that you're actually working toward are vague, um, it makes it hard to keep up with the good habits needed to achieve that goal because it's not um, it's not very clear, and there's no instant gratification from any of the changes we'd like to make in our lives. So a lot of times. Um, you have to give a lot of time before you can reap the rewards of your efforts. So with that, we need to constantly bear in mind what we're doing this for, right? And that's how we, that's how we keep it 
the clarity of purpose, right? So there's a couple different things you can do. Um, for instance, creating a vision board with images of what you're working towards or, um, or whatever it might be. You know, if it's a new car, put a picture of that new car up. You know what I mean? Have it there at your office, at your desk. Now, um, what about other visualization exercises like projecting yourself into the future? Right? Now, with both of these things and that, that those types of manifestation, um, I would encourage you to think deeply about what your goal actually is, why it matters to you so much, and clearly define that. Write that down on paper. Reread it several times a day. Clarity of purpose. Clarity of a goal. And make small steps towards that every day. And that right there is starting you in that routine that leads to what? Aha, self-discipline. Self-discipline. So um, another thing, it's very, it's very, uh, very similar to the clear goal thing. It's a lack of a clear plan. So um, and this is this is where we have the, our, we're able to put in action steps, right? Um, intermediate steps to achieving this um, this goal. So. It's necessary to do this because if you don't have that, you won't be able to see how your good habits or this routine is contributing to getting you to your goal. And then if you don't have that, it's going to be difficult to resist the temptation to give into things that are not helping you get to that point. So this is where we got to develop a plan that outlines the steps that we need to take to reach our goal. So like, for instance, I, I, I do this quite often for, for my work. And so strategic planning, also what I'm taking in school, has become one of those things, making measurable, measurable objectives for me. And it's been super important because I can make those things. Super, super simple ones too. So like um, there for a while, I was having a real hard time with, I was wanting to get up early, um, earlier in the day to get more accomplished for my personal development, right? And, and I was, I mean, I always got up at about six, right? Um, and then I started waking up at like 5.30, just like a half an hour. And when I started getting that down, it was really cool because I was like, oh, this ain't that bad. And then I went to five and, and now I'm in a really good uh I'm in a really good spot where it allows for me to be at the gym by 5 a.m., right? Come back, be able to read, do some work, and then be up for when my son wakes up. And then I get to still have coffee with Anna and get kids around and get to work. And I feel so much better. And it, it gives me such a clear plan um, for, for my day, right? Um, it's it's awesome, and I love it because it really fits into like starting this next semester at school, um, and that's super important to me. So another thing that can um, can be a barrier 
for us with self-discipline is, and this is something I struggle with very, very badly. Um, and that's the lack of self-confidence, right? Um, and a lot of that comes from like a, a past experiences um, where I've given into temptation or things outside of my control too. So I have my, uh, oh man, I have my personal traumas and stuff that I'm having to overcome that affect my confidence, right? So I have to like, I have to ask myself and tell myself every day that I'm capable of reaching this goal, right? It's wild. People get so tired. I know a lot of my friends, man, they're really, they, they put up with me. I love it because they're always like, man, what, all your motivational stuff and all your inspirational stuff, it's, man, it's just nonstop. And I'm like, man, the reason I do this is because honestly, I have a negative tendency. But I also know that meditation and positive self-talk helps me stay in the solution and gets me set for the day, right? So a lack of self-discipline is also linked to fear of failure or a deep-seated feeling that you can't get what you want even if you tried. And I had my family telling that my whole life, my whole life. And so you know what I did? I never tried. I didn't try. So my family told me that no, you can't go to college. You won't go to college. We don't support you if you go to college. Even though I graduated at 16, no, you can't go to college. That doesn't fit into our belief system for you. Unfortunately, I rebelled and went the other way and made other poor decisions that were also self-sabotaging that did not contribute to my confidence at all, right? So, so what I had to do way later in life than hopefully most of you listening is I had to fall back in love with myself to improve my self-discipline, right? This has been so true in the last four years of my life. I say the last four years of my life because that's been the most magical time of my life because that's when I found recovery, right? That's when I found recovery. And it wasn't just about stopping the substances. It was about learning to deal with the trauma. It was about learning why I wanted to use those substances in the first place, right? So I was able to create better habits for myself concerning small things like my health, my hygiene, right? And now I'm doing a lot more for myself. I started going to college. I manifested, I manifested the job that I have. I swear to, I swear to everything. I have the most perfect, perfect little boy, Colton, right? I have an amazing, most amazing bonus kid. And I have an amazing fiance that supports me. It has a totally different routine than me that she makes work for her. And that's what's given me so much of the information that I talk about today. Is seeing how her routine, while totally different than mine, still works for her and she's still so productive and things like that. But it's freaking cool, man. 
because all of us work are working towards something. So, um, and, and then, <laughs> so here we go. I talk about routine. One of the main things, one of the main things in lack of self-discipline is a lack of routine. So, psychologists uh, give sev several reasons why uh, people struggle to make routines. First, there's a thing called decision fatigue, right? So, our brains only have the energy or, and bodies have only a certain amount of energy for so many decisions. So, sometimes we are literally out of energy and go with the path of least resistance. And typically, what that is, is a a prior bad habit, something we've cut, we've uh, gotten comfortable with before, right? Secondly, there's a thing called cognitive load. So if you already have a million and one things to think about, it's hard to add another one on the top of it. So good habits that you're still trying to incorporate into your routine will be dropped first. That is normal. So if that happens, don't get discouraged with yourself. Give yourself a god dang pat on the back and realize, oh shit, I'm, I'm overloaded is all. That's what it was. Tomorrow, I'll add one other thing on. But today, my brain's telling me I can't handle that. So thirdly, we have the what the hell effect. So once you miss out on your habit one day, it makes it easier to continue doing so, acting like you've already blown it. This is what I do. It's called a cognitive distortion. My therapist talks to me about this all the time. So like how when you've already had a donut and you tell yourself your diet's ruined for the day, and so what do you do? You eat 10 more donuts. Ah, yeah, I've done that. Fortunately today, I don't. So the good thing is when you think about the things that you already managed to do, the habits that you already have, you might realize that you have more willpower and more routine than you actually think. Whoa. That's why we go through this kind of stuff. We go through this kind of stuff, yes, to see areas where we work out, where we can work out, where we can improve on, but we also go through them to celebrate our success, right? Everyone is totally capable of self-discipline when they conquer the real reasons for their willpower struggling. Seriously, it's crazy. Every single person is capable of self-discipline when they conquer the real reasons that their willpower is struggling. So what that means is continue on your journey of self-discovery, of self-growth of self-empowerment. So, today, we have a choice. Today, hey, check this out. So, isn't this weird that this is the, this is the episode for December 31st of 2021? New Year's Eve. So, do yourself a favor. Don't make some crazy-ass resolution. Set yourself a goal, make it attainable, give yourself some grace, 
And if you do have some setbacks, don't give up. Do not give up. Analyze why it happened. Analyze the setback. Make the adjustments. Love yourself. And know yourself. All right. Well, I'm going to stop talking because you guys have probably already had enough of me for today. But um, I want to thank you so, so, so much for tuning in to uh, this particular episode. Because this one is definitely one of my favorites. Self-discipline is self-love. I find myself being so proud of myself for accomplishing the things that I do lately, for sticking with a routine. What that does for my self-confidence, what that does for me and my job, what that does for me with my family, I can't even put it into words. And I want everyone to find that. And that's the point of all of this that we do, is to empower more and more people to be able to be happy with themselves and make progress. If you think about all the billions of people that we have in this world, what if we were all continually working on improving ourselves? What a different world it would be. So thank you very much for tuning in to our sixth segment on barriers to self-growth. And I want to thank you so much. Please, please, please have a safe, safe New Year's Eve tonight. All right. Thank you very much. Love you all. Take care.